Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I always forget to ask. I am drinking whatever this says. Um, Yeah, it's like Coon, Coon, something. It's red Rioja wine. It's a Tempranillo, apparently, wine. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um... Do you still do the wine app? No, I should, but I don't. Because then what ends up happening is that when I go to take pictures of wine and I, like, get the ones that I like, I go to go into the store to get the wine bottles of wine, and I can't get the freaking wine app to load. So then there's no point in the freaking wine app. Doesn't the store have Wi-Fi? I don't know, Janet. These are questions that I just don't know. Uh, We went to dinner a couple nights ago. And it was a very nice dinner, very nice place, but there was no cell phone reception. You had to sign into their Wi-Fi. And you had to give them your email address. I'm like, this is marketing. They have blockers. And they are, now I'm getting emails. Hey, come join us for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, no, I already gave you half my salary for dinner. I'm not giving you the other half for Thanksgiving. Right? My goodness. It was ridiculous. What are you drinking? I'm drinking truly... Little basic, basic bee drink, pineapple flavor, because I brought down a pineapple and a mango, and I said, Amber, pineapple or mango, and you said pineapple. Yeah, I like pineapple more than I like mango in general, so. Yeah, I bought this massive box of Truly at the beginning of the summer. I was going to say, I think I remember that. And, uh, yes, almost gone, almost, but still... I, I did buy, like, the hard soda variety. I, I think that may have been the Bud Light seltzers. Um, and I oh. added, so the box isn't quite complete, but that's why I'm still in the tropical flavors. It's not summertime. I'm freezing in my basement. I have this, like, Snuggie-like thing happening. I know. You look great. I have my dog, and we're snuggle bussing. Instead of struggle bussing, we're snuggle bussing. I just love that Rip is there. I love that Rip is trying to get into the spirit of podcasting. Right. He is chilling. Like, he wasn't chilling. Yeah. He looks comfy-ish from what I can see from his, like, ear. Yeah. Speaking of Rip, Sunday? You don't care. Yellowstone, season five premieres. It's like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) So exciting to those of us that watch Yellowstone. Yeah, no, I know there's a lot of people that like Yellowstone. Uh, Nick is currently trying to get me to watch uh, Game of Thrones. I am not happy. And I watched two episodes and I got so pissed that I am no longer watching any more Game of Thrones. All he, he wanted me to watch five episodes. And I said, I will watch five episodes, but if I watch this, you have to watch Shit's Creek. And he was like, that's an even trade. It is not an even trade. <laughs> is Game of Thrones pretty violent? Like, why don't you like yeah. it? I never watched it. It didn't appear okay. to be something that would be appealing. Yeah. So I think I will preface this by and saying. And this is a very unpopular opinion. We, yes, we it's know a very this. unpopular opinion. And I think that if you really like action and drama and you really like things that are just not happy mm-hmm. um and historically based i think that you might love this i however did not did not like the fact that there was no joking 
whatsoever. There was nothing good about those episodes. Nothing happy happened. People killed other people. A brother was rubbing his sister's nipple and then sold her. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then. So this is what my thing was. Now, I guess I should say spoiler alert, but it doesn't, like, change anything in the story. You only watched two episodes. How are you already spoiling? I know. I was like, meh. In the first episode, they find a mama wolf that has been killed by something. And her little wolf pups are there, and they're still alive. And this guy and all of his troop people, and they have, like, his little son with him, who's, like, ten. And um, they decide that they're going to kill the wolf pups. (gasps) For what reason? Because they're not going to survive out here. And the kid is like, no, no, like, we can take care of them. So I was like, tell me right now, do these pups die? And he was like, no. Okay, great. So I watch it. They don't die. They give the pups to the children in whatever, the village. Um, And someone who watches Game of Thrones is literally probably yelling things at me that I'm not naming the right people, but I don't care. Um, So then in episode two... Uh, the wolf pups become very protective over the children who have taken them on. And so while one of the little girls is about to get, like, pummeled by this mean, nasty little boy child, um, the wolf dog attacks him and just bites him. And um, so it has been determined. And then the little girl is like, no, you have to run away. They're going to kill you. So she has her dog run away, even though she doesn't want it to go anywhere. So then, then, this little boy who got attacked by the dog, his nasty little bitch of a mom, has decided, well, somebody must die. Some dog must die. So they decide to take this other dog, this other wolf dog, and put it to death. And I paused it. I was at the end of the episode, and I said, Nick, is this dog going to die? And he does, he says nothing. And they said, you fucking tell me right now. I said, because if this dog dies, I will not watch anything else on Game of Thrones. I will be done. We had a 10-minute argument. I said, you fucking tell me right now. He said, just watch. So help me God. Does the dog die? It does. Do I have to hear it die? I do. So I immediately stopped, and I no longer listen or watch Game of Thrones. And I'd be pissed. I'm glad I'm wearing headphones because... I'm so glad Rip didn't hear that. I know. Like, Nick, what is wrong with you? And he's like, but it's a big piece of the story. No, I don't care. You could have stopped me and said, yes, the dog dies. And it was the last two minutes of the episode. I would have ended the episode and gone on to the next one. But no, he let me fucking watch it. And I had to hear the noises. No, I'd be done. So I'm no longer watching it. So I think the first episode of Yellowstone, a horse dies. Um, and I think a lot of people were turned off by that. But the story is just so good. And my dog is named after the heartthrob. Okay, but how does the how does the horse die? I don't remember. But lots does of somebody people, kill it? I think so. Oh, nope, I'm out. It's it's a great show. It's okay, not like Game of but Thrones. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I am prepared, you tell me. I just told that you. This is going to happen. I just told you. And then I know, but I'm just saying, Nicholas Rodriguez, <laughs> and he told me 
yes, this dog is going to die. Fast forward. Great. Mm. Then I at least know. I don't need to watch it or see it or hear it or whatever to understand the storyline. No. <laughs> no. Don't kill the puppies, right, Rip? No puppy killing. Oh, he just looked up at me like, so cute. I love him. Ah, hmm. Well, cheers, so. Amber, to no Game of Thrones, but I do recommend <laughs> yes. Yellowstone this Sunday. I know. A lot of people have recommended that to me, and I just, uh, I don't know that I would like that show either, though. I bet you would. Like, Beth Dutton, she'd be badass. Like, have you heard of... Lotus something or White Lotus. I have heard of White Lotus. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Nick tried to get me on that show. Well, that was the other thing about Game of Thrones is like, I also couldn't connect with any of the characters. Like, I didn't care about any of the characters. Mm -hmm. So I think if you can find a connection with a character or you really care about... Because the thing that gets you coming back to any TV show is what's about to happen. Like, you obviously get left at the end and then you want to know what happens next. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't care what happens to these characters. Got it. I give no fucks. And I do about Yellowstone. I do. Steve's traveling for the month. And um, I was like, Steve, I'm not waiting for you. I'm just not. It's not going to happen. Season five, you can watch on your own because I'm going to watch it on my own. He's really bad about that. Like, if he's left to his own choice of television, you know it's going to be news or gun smoke. Oh, yeah. Like, Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, the opening night, I was like, Steve, I'm going to go to this movie by myself. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll watch it on my own. He still has yet to watch that movie. Mm, yeah. Not my fault, though. No, not at all. Speaking of other television shows, have we discussed Monarch? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar for our conversations. So it's on Fox. And um, this is the first season. Oh, right. I don't know if there are additional seasons coming. It kind of was hard to get into. It It's about this fake country music royalty family. It stars Trace Adkins um, and Susan Sarandon and a couple of people I don't know. But now I am emotionally invested in these characters. And this storyline, and it, I definitely recommend. You just got to get past the first couple episodes because it is okay. It is kind of slow because yeah, ha- they have to lay it out. They have to bring you in. What I have a hard time with that because it's like people love the show, the movie Napoleon Dynamite, for instance. I love that movie. I hate that movie. And the thing is, is that if you talk to anybody, they'll be like, well, yeah, the first couple times you watch it, you hate it. But then you, it starts to grow on you. I don't, if I already hate it, I, do, I don't want to continue watching it. I don't want to watch it again. I remember watching it, but it's not one that I ever revisited. Because it sucks. Yeah, it kind it of sucks. felt dumb. Yeah, like it you was needed, dumb. Like you needed to be drunk or high to really yeah. enjoy it. And so I have a really hard time. Like, if I can't get in or if I can't get invested in a character early on, like... I think you do the first episode. I just remember being like, hmm, we'll see how this progresses. And the pieces, like, it's one of those shows where it starts with the introduction, of course, but it also fast forwards to show you what's going to be happening in the future. Oh. And so it's kind of like, wait, what what does that mean? 
And so you, you get you connected later. to try and find out what the heck is happening. I could see that. Yeah. So what have you been watching anything new, notable? I don't think so. Um, I think I have been Just sticking Shins with Creek. my... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I haven't even, like, I've barely been caught up on my regular TV shows. Like, I just got caught up on, because uh, I watch a lot of criminal shows, so I just got caught up on SWAT, and I just got caught up on criminal, or uh, SVU, and some other stuff, but I, I'm, new shows, I just, I don't know. No, I'm the same. I, like, Equalizer is one of my shows that I watch. I'm still a couple of <laughs> words. We're a podcast. We are doing great. Yeah. Um, still a couple episodes behind for the season. Love that show. Have you? If you like crime, you would like The Equalizer. It's Queen Latifah, man. She'd be badass. Oh, yeah. I've heard good things. I think Nick might watch it. Nick and I do not watch the same shows. I mean, we do, but we don't. He never waits for me for anything. He watched all of SVU, and then there's also, like, the criminal intent mm-hmm. that came out. And that one I'm not as into, but, like, I'll watch it. And then SWAT, and he started watching all my FBI shows. So he watches all of them, and then I don't know which episode, especially if I'm, like, five episodes behind. I don't know which episode I'm behind on. Mm. It's a whole problem. Nick's a problem. Today. Today. But you love him. Yes. But I mean, I do watch Call Me Cat, which is with Mayim uh, Bialik, oh, and that's right. it did star Leslie Jordan. Oh, R.I.P. So. That was shocking. Me, you, that and Ashley were one. texting about Bachelor News or something. Yeah. And that news and you- just popped up on my phone, and I was like, hold the phones. Who cares about Bachelor Nation? This just yeah. happened, and oh my gosh, so freaking sad. Heartbreaking. I mean, and that one took me, like, two or three days for me to even, like, process. I know. I know. <sighs> I'm sorry. So sad. But yeah. we both, I did not watch all of it, but the Country Music Association Awards were on last night. Not on my radar at all. Thankfully, my DVR is set to record anything with Miranda Lambert in it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you uh, had texted me, and I had only like five minutes before been like, huh, CMAs are on. It's about <laughs> 25 minutes in. I'll go ahead and hit play because you don't watch those kind of shows live. Yeah. Because sometimes the antics in between performances yes. are unnecessary. Yep. Um, I I mainly watch it for the performances and not even all of the performances. So I got to yeah. Miranda's performance last night and then I had to say good night, oh. friends. <laughs> I think I got all the way through to like it was almost done and I was like, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. So I think I made it to the last like I missed the last 30 minutes, but I recorded it as well. But I saw who was um I think the male entertainer of the year. No. Um, male vocalist of the year, I think I saw. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. So I saw that and I saw the female vocalist. Um, it was a very interesting, uh, award show last night. I thought there's just a lot of things that, I mean, you watch it more than I watch them more than I do. So you might have a different insight on it, but I just felt like there was just things that were off. I didn't understand why Peyton Manning was hosting with Luke Bryan. It made no sense to me. And they didn't have... He's a friend of country music. Like, he does those commercials with Brad Paisley. He always shows up on Kenny Chesney's stages. And, I mean, 
it was definitely better that Luke had someone to like banter with. Cause I think last year having him host it by himself was a horrible decision. <laughs> um, because you really do need that banter to like keep things moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's just, I don't know. I felt like the awards were not what I was expecting. I saw that Dan and Shay didn't win an award. Yeah. I didn't agree with that. <sighs> yeah. But I mean, some of the performances were really good. I really enjoyed watching Alan Jackson. Um, I didn't as watch he it. Willie Nelson. I didn't win- watch took- it yet. <laughs> he took forever though to talk. And I was like, get it out, old man. Get it out. I think he has some medical stuff. I don't know. I, I think there's something. He's got medical stuff. Yeah. He is just, but it was very sweet. And I really enjoyed watching. And The opening number with, okay, it starts with Carrie Underwood. I was like, oh, I yeah. love some Carrie. She's singing some Loretta Lynn. Then Miranda, she comes out. And I was like, dang, this would be good. And then Reba, I was like, okay. I know. How can you talk? Those this? three together, it was so good. And Reba, just her, her smile on her face, like it's just unforgettable. I didn't know her and her boyfriend are on that show that they talked about. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I was trying to what remember. What show is it? That's originally what I thought you were talking about with Monarch. And then I was like, well, that's not it. Um, it's the one I'm where looking. Ryan Felipe was killed off in the first episode. Oh, really? Big Sky. Big Sky. So yeah. my DVR stopped recording it, and I never tried to reinstate that. <laughs> But yeah, nice. it was it was great. And then uh, let's see what else. What what else was notable? Uh, mm, mm. I mean, Katy Perry staying with Rhett Atkins. Rhett Atkins' son. Right. Thank you. I do that every time. Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett. <laughs> you are adorable. <laughs> every time I do that. You tired? <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, female. And new artist is someone that I am falling in love with, Lainey Wilson. Lainey Wilson. Yeah, I was trying to see because I think I have some of her songs downloaded. She is really good. I do like her. She just dropped a new album a couple weeks ago, Bell Bottom Country. I recommend. I recommend. Highly recommend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Did you see that Dan and Shay dropped a um, Christmas song? I did. My phone notified me. I'm like, thank you, phone, for knowing me. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've actually been podcasting since uh, the Taylor Swift album I was going to bring that up, but one, one, more, one more song. Oh, sorry, sorry. Lee Bryce, who I love, mm-hmm. he dropped a Christmas song. It is freaking yeah. hilarious. After a couple <laughs> drinks. It's called Santa Claus Was My Uber Driver. It's freaking oh. hilarious. Okay, let's talk about Taylor. So, she dropped Midnight's, and then... Yep. Like, a couple hours later, she dropped Midnight's 3 a.m. edition. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. That's <coughs> weird. I downloaded the first one, and then I downloaded the second one, so I thought I could delete the first download, but now when I look at the 3 a.m. edition, it doesn't have all the tricks. I don't know. I got to look at that later. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, because I deleted the first one after I downloaded. And do you have all the, the tracks? Yep. God. So, what do you think? I really do like it. It's very different, I feel like, um, than a lot of her other stuff that I've listened to, but I like it. Vigilante shit might be my favorite. Uh, try, uh, how does it start? It's right here. It's right here. 
Draw the cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man. I love that line. I yeah. freaking love that line. I'm like, yes. yes. I really do like that one. I like a lot of the songs, but that one really gets me. Um, so I could listen to that one on repeat, probably. I like Glitch. Yeah. Bejeweled and Antihero. Bejeweled is good. Those are my top four. Oh, Antihero is good, too. Mm-hmm. But so, so excited. She's going to be touring. We're going yes. to see if we can get tickets that won't require us to get a second mortgage on our homes. I have to tell you, yeah. I went to go buy George Strait tickets. He's going to be at the same place where Taylor's going to be performing. I logged on for a pre-sale because I got a pre-sale code. And tickets, no matter where they were, were $595 each. Oh, my God. And so then I logged in a couple days later on a resale site. And still, like, high nosebleeds, $300. I'm not paying that. I'm not paying that. Especially for nosebleeds. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how how this plays out with Taylor. (laughs) I know. That's why when you were like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say because I know her tickets are probably expensive. Yes. I sent you a text and I was like, hey, if I'm able to get tickets... You want me to grab one for you? And you're like, yeah. I was like, do you have a max amount? And you're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I what? <laughs> you should. Like, my max is probably $250. And that's probably well, seems very cheap. Well, and <clears throat> I can't, I'm choking. Are you okay? Um, do I need to yeah. call Nick? Oh, Oh, we could call a sauce. Have I told you about my sauce? Huh? Oh, we'll tell you about that. We'll talk about it. I'm making notes of things that I remember in chocolate. Um, we'll talk about me calling a sauce in a moment. Um, so, uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. So, I don't go to that many concerts. So, like, I don't really know what's, like, a good price and what's a bad price. And I know that you go to concerts all the time. So I didn't want to, like, offend you by being, like, oh, my cap is, like, $100. But I also knew her tickets were expensive, so I had to make it, like, somewhat realistic. So, you know, you were... I just threw a number out there. I don't think I you threw like, a number. I think you were, like, uh, no. Yeah, because I said 700 remember? Oh, that's right. And I was, like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and you were, like, I am not paying that. And I was, like, oh, good. I just wasn't sure what to say. <laughs> so... I don't want to pay 700 either. That but. would have been an opportune time to Marco Polo. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know. So we'll see. So what's this sauce? Like SOS? Like help? OMG. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, so we're talking as you know, in letters. It's Maddie talk. But now we're talking out acronyms. I'm so confused. Yes. I'm so too old for this. <laughs> Maddie, um, who you've met and you know, um, she has a different lingo. But it's also like a younger generation lingo. Yeah. And so when she needs help with something, um, it's sauce, mm-hmm. like SOS. And you say sauce. So um, we were in Montrose um, last month and we had gone to a Walmart to pick up um, some bulk candy and like she needed something there. So we just ran to, to Walmart and my phone was in my purse the entire time. Mm-hmm. Was I'm driving from Walmart over to PetSmart, because um, we had to stop there too, um, all of a sudden, like, my music wasn't playing and it was acting like I was getting this incoming call, only to see that the incoming call was 911. 
Oh, and no. so my stupid ass freaks out thinking that I'm calling 911. And so I hang up the phone. Uh huh. Well, I hung up on 911. So there's a whole lot of like chaos because Maddie and I are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. My phone is still in my purse. And I can't figure out how it's calling. Plus, I'm trying to drive. And then 911 is calling me back. And then I hang up on them. And then all of a sudden, like, Nick is trying to call me. And I accidentally hang up on him. And so, like, we get into the PetSmart parking lot. And I pull my phone out. And my phone is like, you have called a sauce. So, apparently, what happened is there is a setting in your phone that if you hold down the little, like, uh, volume button and your power button um, for too long... It automatically calls 911. Well, somehow in my purse, oh. it must have had it pressed down on both ends. Well, then what happened? So not only did I call 911, now 911 is text messaging me. And they're like, are you okay? Do you need assistance? And I'm like, fuck. But I didn't see it right away. So then I didn't respond right away. Well, then Nick is calling me and he was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? What is going on? Like, I can't talk right now. Like, and he was like, Amber, are you okay? So you know how in your phone you have like emergency contacts? When you call a sauce, um, it calls your emergency contacts. It contacts them. So Nick received um, a map of where I was. And it said, your, emerg- your contact, Amber Rodriguez, has called a sauce. And is in emergent need of um, assistance. 911 has been dispatched. So I'm trying to calm him down because he was like, you hung up on me? Like, is something wrong? He was like, I was ready to get in my car and drive to Montrose because Nick was not in Montrose. Nick was in Broomfield um, because he didn't come up with Maddie and I. And so then as I'm trying to talk Nick down, Maddie's getting a call from Tad, who we were visiting. Well, Tad is one of my emergency contacts. So Tad also received a message oh my saying, Amber. so Maddie and I are freaking out. And then I'm trying to text message 911 and they're not responding. And I'm like, I don't need assistance. Like it was a total mistake, like whatever. Well, a car- cop was still dispatched. So a cop was dispatched over to Walmart because that's where the dispatch came in. So we refused to go back to Walmart because the cops were there. And Nick was dispatched and Tad was dispatched and 911 was called. It was a whole finagle thing, and now I've removed that option from my um, emergency contact part. Yeah, I have never. I think my SOS. I think I accidentally called my brother. Oh yeah, do that. Call with five five presses. Yeah. Oh yeah, I need to. Yeah. Probably, and uh, I still don't know. Like I, Maddie, and I were just like exhausted because there was so much that went on neither of us knew what was going to happen we were waiting for like cars to come like running around the corner and it was very um it was a lot that happened i bet i bet the emergency dispatch people hate that feature on iphones i know he was like i was like i'm sorry there was a setting on my phone like i'm so sorry and he was like it's fine it happens all the time and i was like a lot that just went on went down (laughs) And then Maddie and I were not allowed to leave the house by ourselves anymore. (laughs) Uh, So you got to press it down rapidly five times. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I just looked at my my emergency contact and Steve is the top one. He's out of town most of the time. 
I should probably update that. Right. <laughs> I know. Well, that was the funny thing is I was like, well, Tad used to be, he was one of my emergency contacts when he lived in town because it made sense. Now he's all the way in Montrose. So unless I'm in Montrose, doesn't help anybody. Right. Interesting. And that was, which I found very sweet that Nick was like ready to drive to Montrose. But I was like, that'd be a five hour drive. So if I am in a real emergency, um, by the time you get there, emergency is going to be done. Why didn't he call Tad? Um, he didn't think that far ahead. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, but man. Tad also didn't know what was going on. So, you know. Right. Right. That's crazy. You have some of the yeah. funnest, uh, funnest stories. Oh, my God. It was insane. It was way too much that happened. Mm. What else has been going on? Um, so I went to Comedy Works uh, for the first time. Oh, that was your first time at Comedy Works? Yeah, yeah. Um, you also got a Marco Polo to be like WTF, Janet. Um, why? No. Wait, I did not get a Marco Polo from you. No, you didn't. I said you almost got one. Um, and then I decided I would save it for the podcast. Oh, okay. So the show was great. Who was the I comedian? Saw, um, I'm not going to remember how to say her last name. It's um, one of the co-hosts of Girls Gotta Eat. So it's Ashley um, Heseltine. Heseltine? Heseltine? Mm-hmm. She was so funny. Like, it was such a good show. She had um, an opener um, named Oscar, who was also great. But the venue... Which one did you go to? Downtown or South? Oh, downtown. Oh. Hated my life. Hated my life. Um, so I get there, I went with Felicity, like we've had these tickets for a little bit. Neither of us had gone to Comedy Works before. Her dad has gone and that's like his favorite venue. Not once did he warn us. So we expect to come into like an an area that has like chairs and tables. That is not what happened. What happened? There are metal seats that have like a little, um, armrest. With two holes in it for your drinks, and you are so close to one another. Had I weighed three more pounds, it would have been a problem, which I feel like is a problem within itself. Um, <laughs> there was like barely any space, and you just have to sit there. And then they take your phones and they lock them up. I was going to ask if they were still doing that. Yeah. So your phone and your watch get locked up. Oh, they do the watch now group. too. Yep. Inside a little gray pouch, and you're like, okay, have a nice night. And it's locked, so you get to keep it with you, which is fine. But it's like in the little caption, it's like, oh, but if you're, you know, your babysitter or like somebody's gonna call, you have to come out into the lobby for us to unlock it. How the fuck am I gonna know if my babysitter is calling when my phone is locked in a fucking gray pouch and so is my watch? So now I also have no idea what time it is. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. So fine. I get it because people are idiots. That's the problem is we're locking our phones up because some assholes out there don't know how to actually silence their phone. Or they record content. Or they record, which, whatever. So I understand the point Mm -hmm. of not wanting them to record or um, (laughs) I'm watching Rip. He's really Um, trying to lay down. He's trying to do the butterfly. (laughs) But I was like, oh, my God. And then... So they have food, but you can't eat it anywhere except for your lap because there's no table. 
And the armrest is like barely big enough because your two drinks go in there. Let's not forget that there is a two drink per person minimum. Right. But you can get a soda. Well, right. But so here's the thing. So I actually have no problem. I was like, oh, I'll just get a couple, couple drinks. And the first drink I got was one of their like frozen drinks. It was like a banana berry something. And it was an alcoholic drink. Felicity doesn't really drink. So she got like an iced tea. Great. Not a problem. Our little hostess lady comes out and we're in the middle of the drinking and we're just kind of, we're like in the middle of the show. This woman hacks a lung up into her hand as she is handing out glasses by the rim. Oh my God. And giving them to people. And Felicity and I looked at each other and we said, oh, we're done. We're not, we're not getting anymore. And so then she was like, well, you have to get two more drinks. So we were like, we'll just get a bottle of water. But like, ew. That is really gross. Yeah, it was, it was gross. Um, So needless to say, like, I think I would go to a different venue for Comedy Works again, but I don't know that I will ever go to the downtown location ever again. They pack, they pack you in there. Yeah, that's for sure. They do. Because that's how they make their money, the more people. And was it, was it a packed house? Oh yeah, it was sold out. Yeah. So I'm sure that is why. Um, Yeah. The one in uh, Landmark, which is the South version, I feel like yeah. it's a little better. But yeah. the one downtown Denver is, they have a great chocolate martini. Great. Mine probably would have had phlegm in it. Oh, man. Had I ordered it. I'm sorry your experience was so bad. I knew they locked phones up. Yeah. Like, I kind of understood it, so I got it. But then it started, then it was weird because then... You get there early, and then you're just kind of sitting there. And, I mean, Felicity and I talked, so it was fine. But, like, you have no idea what time it is. How am I supposed to know if there is an emergency? Because you have taken my watch. Right. So, yeah. It was just, it was all very interesting. But it was fun. I did enjoy it. It was really probably my first um, comedy show, to be honest, or stand-up or whatever you want to call it. Um, So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I did really enjoy her um, stand-up, so that was fun. Stand-up can be fun. Yeah. I just, the venue is not, I just wanted to, to, to sit and to be comfortable. Like, I'm already in enough pain as it is on a regular day. I did not need, like, the crappy metal chair adding to my day. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. No. But. You also did fun. something else that I'm getting ready to do next weekend. Oh, yeah. The Bridgerton Experience, which I was a big fan of the first season, didn't watch the second. My girlfriend, who's going with me, massive fan of Bridgerton. She read all the books. There's like nine books. Yeah, I mostly didn't even know what it was. Because um, <laughs> you didn't watch the show? No. Oh, okay. So, Are you sure I told um, you about it on a podcast? No, you did. And I knew that it was like a show, and I knew people watched it. Mm-hmm. And that was about the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it was like ball typey queen stuff. Um, <laughs> ball typey was, queen stuff, yes. But I was honestly expecting something like you and I went to for the little or for the mermaid experience or like some of the other stuff that I've done. I was not expecting what I got. And um, I think it was great. I think that if you're obsessed with the show, like you really love the show, and had I maybe been prepared and happened to keep a ball gown, in my closet for such random occasion as this, 
then I would have been more prepared. Um, but I was not. And we are and, not dressing um, up for for yeah. ours. It was it was awkward, and then there was like nowhere to sit unless you got VIP seats. Mm. So if you got VIP seats, then you got to sit at a table. But otherwise, it is all standing. So you're standing fully for ninety minutes, which is fine. Um, it's just that also as an individual who has a lot of pain, um, it was challenging to remain standing without being in pain. Um, but it was a really great, uh, experience. Like, I think they did a really great job with their show, um, and the performance that they put on and they looked amazing and I loved it. It's just, I was not prepared for the level of attire that was taking place in that space. (laughs) It's a lot. It was a lot. I mean, some of the dresses were gorgeous. Do not get me wrong. And some of the dresses even had like those hoops, you know, Ooh, at the bottom. I was so wanted to some dress amazing. As a kid. Yeah, I know. So they looked amazing. They did. And then there was somewhere I was like, "Oh, you left the house like that." Okay. <laughs> I can see your hoo ha. That's what fun. happens every time I go outside. <laughs> like, why yeah. do I? Why do I hang out with the general public? I don't much. Yeah. Um, like, you should be careful dancing, ma'am. Oh my. And it's one of the performers? Uh, no, that was just a general oh, public individual okay. attending. I was like, wait, I didn't know it was that kind of show. I didn't know. It was not. <laughs> there was a kiss that took place, but it was very well done. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It'll be fun. This next weekend, yeah. I have Friendsgiving with my friend Ashley, who Ooh. used to do the podcast. Um, and so it got me thinking, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, so it's funny that you say that. So for Thanksgiving, we are going to Nick's family's house. We always do that. Fine. But um, my friend Tiff, who I went with to the Bridgerton event, um, she is having a Friendsgiving that evening. Uh, but I also got a cancellation from her today, and I forgot to ask her about it. I think she just changed the time on it, but it accidentally canceled the whole thing. But um, So we're going to go and hang out over there um, with, by the way, uh, so her little girl, whose name is Tenley, but um, we call her T.T., so TT has told me um, that I am her unicorn BFF, and so um, oh my yeah. gosh, instant love! Yeah, so we be BFFs, and I am so excited to see her on Thanksgiving. Um, and so I will be going over there. She also has a little boy named Cam. He's he's not little. Um, he would probably kill me if I said that. But um, and he is the sweetest little boy. He's so good with his sister, at least in front of others. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're going to go hang out there, and Maddie will be there. Um, and so it'll be good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I love Friendsgiving. It's always so much fun. I know. And because I always feel bad because, of course, since we live in town with Nick's family, like, we'll go to the family stuff. And I'm like, I really love Friendsgiving. And it's nothing against anybody else. It's just it's so much fun. And, like, there isn't any, like, pressure or expectations or anything. And, like, you can just go and hang out. And it's just fun to get together, especially, like, Tiff and I are such good friends. She's one of my BFFs. And, like, we never really get to talk because we work together, but we spend so much time doing that that we don't have a whole lot of time talking outside. So it's just nice to get together and have that extra time. Yeah. Well, Ashley's Friendsgiving is actually this Saturday. So she always does that a couple Saturdays before actual Thanksgiving because she understands that people have the fam. Steve's out of town, but um, his family will be coming over for Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be hosting, got a turkey, going to buy the other things soon. Nice, nice. 
Any turkey yeah, cooking I, tips that you have? <laughs> uh, do you want me to ask Nick? Because I know nothing. I was prepared for you to say, I don't cook. <laughs> yeah, I do not. I do not cook. So. What are you listening to? I told you my um, Bell Bottom Country by Lainey Wilson. We talked about Taylor Swift. What else? Yeah. Um, you know, I recently found some songs that were older. Like, there's a song by Tim McGraw called Emotional Traffic that I've never heard of. Is it good? Um, yeah, I really liked it. Um, and then Spencer Crandall, who I love, um, he just came out with a new album called Western. So I've been listening to some of his stuff, but I really have been listening to a lot of books. And of course, I downloaded the Holiday Party single by Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been listening to that. Um, but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of uh, books on tape or audibles or whatever you want to call them on my way to work and back. And so, um, I think most of my energy for listening to things have gone into those. Awesome. Well, in the book department, last time we talked, I was listening to girl forgotten. I finished that. So good. I then finished Taylor Jenkins read. Carrie Soto is back. Taylor oh, I heard Jenkins, that one's good. Yeah. Taylor Jenkins read is very like, I really like her books. I like her style of writing. Like she did, um, Casey, Casey Jones in the Six. And oh, I, yeah, I think that's good, too. Yes, really, really enjoy. Um, but now I'm back to one of the authors that I just recently discovered, Alice Feeney. And I'm listening to yes. I Know Who You Are. And on oh. deck for when I, when I get done with that one. Um, let's see. I don't understand. Okay. The wait is over. Oh, one of my books is ready to borrow. I have Slammed by Colleen Hoover. And then I also have I Lie by Alice Feeney. So I got lots of books to listen to. Yeah, I have. So I've been doing both reading and listening. Mm -hmm. So I finished reading The Woman With No Name by Kate uh, Bezos. Um, And I think I was reading that when we last spoke. And then I finished Local Woman Missing, which um, was very good. It's by Mary Kubica. Um, And it is something that I have seen on BookTok a lot. What is BookTok? So it's on TikTok. And you can find, like, algorithms that are, like, thrillers or rom-coms or whatever you want. But it's a ton of recommendations. And it's people just talking about the books. There's no spoilers. um, At least none that I've found. But, um... They just kind of go through, and that's where I get, like, all of the ones that I want to read. Um, But Local Woman Missing was one that I continuously kept seeing and kept seeing. Um, Similar to, like, The Wife Upstairs. um, I saw that one recommended a lot. Or um, a lot of the Alice Feeney ones are recommended. Are they? So I have a lot of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... Her and Lucinda Berry, I really like. Um, I also really like Frida McFadden. And I like her books because they're um, available on Kindle Mm -hmm. or part of Kindle Unlimited. So I can download as many as I want, but I love her books. Their twists are really good. Um, And I also, part of Kindle Unlimited is that like every month you get to read one book early um, before it's actually released. So I had a couple books on there, um, like The Last Lie Told, which is by Deborah Webb. And I was not expecting the twist that happened in that book. Um, so that was really good. Lucinda Berry also did a book called The Secrets of Us that was good. And I read uh, A Killer's Wife, or I listened to that one. And that one was good. And right now I'm listening to um, 
I'm reading The Perfect Marriage. So good. Who wrote I've that? I've heard a lot of... Um, that is a great question, uh, Janet. Great question. <laughs> and you would think um, it, it was written, it's been written by Geneva Rose. Okay. Um, and it is really good. I think that if I wasn't so tired when I came home at the end of the day, um, I might actually sit and read it in one setting because I don't ever want to put it down when I'm reading it. Um, and then in the car, I am listening to something called Cypher, which is a book about, um, a murderer who is leaving kind of like the Zodiac killer. Like he's leaving details and clues, um, for this one FBI agent that he's obsessed with, Mm -hmm. but everybody has to like cipher it, decipher it. So I'm listening to that one. I feel like I just really rambled a lot about books. I was not prepared. We always talk about books, Amber. I know. And I had it up. I had it up and I was like ready, but then I got nervous (laughs) and I was like, Oh, maybe I'm talking too much. I'm saying too much about these books. And I just get so excited about the books these days. Like I am loving them. The psychological thrillers I am. Cause I used to just be into like FBI crime thriller books. Mm -hmm. No, these psychological thrillers, um, they are twisty and turny. I love it. It's so good. It is. It makes you want to just, I know we're both introverts. Um, makes you just want to be it more. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like rainy day, snowy day. Thank you. I will take it. <sighs> I will not leave my home and just read books. Yes. Yes. That is the nice thing about when Steve travels. I get to listen to books. I just walk around the house with my AirPods in. Yeah. What else you got? Nice. I don't know. Um... <laughs> You would think that I would have other things, but uh, work has been busy, so I've been at work a lot. Same. Uh, we hired three new people, and I thought it was a really great idea to hire three new people at the same time. No. Um, it was not. That's never okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple girlfriends and I are planning a slumber party, so um, we are going to all get together uh, next Friday. Um, after work, we're going to get together. We're going to go, um, hang out, um, and get some dinner and some drinks at, um, off of Tennyson, which is up this way. Um, cause that's where she lives. And then, uh, we're just going to go back and hang out at the house and hang out on Saturday and just oh, have some fun. time. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited for that. So we've got that planned. Um, and that's it. Is it weird that that doesn't <laughs> sound like fun to me? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know that everybody would think that's fun, but I think it's also, like you said, an introverted thing too. Like, I'm I'm surprised that you are looking forward to this type of event. Yeah, um, it's because <laughs> I don't have to necessarily be out out. So like, but you're gonna still going like to be around nice, people. Yes, but we're just going to be like hanging out and laughing and telling stories and like just like different stories about each other because I think you know not all of us are all different. Well. Some of us are different age ranges. Um, oh, there's a dog mad outside. Um, I don't know. I like the quaint little, like, hanging out and just sitting and, like, having some wine and talking and chatting and staying up all night kind of thing. I think it's a fun little, like, girls' night. I love it. Wow. That that surprises me. Because I'm, like, you're making me feel even more tired listening to that <laughs> idea. I'm like, 
I, I love my friends. I love you. I love the time we spend together. But I don't know about staying up all night and hanging out the next day. Like, that's a lot. It is. But I don't know. I love it. And it's, that's awesome. I think be fun. That's yeah. awesome. I'm not questioning you. I'm questioning me now because I'm like, that sounds like hell. <laughs> sorry and some people no and some people may not like it but I mean even like I think about last week where I really didn't have that much going on but I had you know I had a nail appointment on Tuesday we did the Bridgerton thing on Thursday I think there was something that oh and then I did the comedy works thing on Saturday and by like Sunday I was like I'm not leaving the house yeah it was too much too much. and then you're at work all day Monday through Friday and then because I do have new employees um, well, I, poor Maddie has to, I've put most of it on Maddie, um, to train and like do all this other stuff. But for the most part, like I still am interacting, like I have all of these different things and it's new people. And so, uh, come Sunday, I was exhausted. I was like, I, I just, I don't want to leave the house. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So. I totally get that. Like my calendar for this month, because Steve was home for three weeks in a row, um, November is a little over full and so I'm I'm like not making plans in December because it's already the holidays and I already have stuff on my calendar and I'm like let's look at January peeps I have yeah I have multiple things planned in December hopefully one of them will be a podcast yes (laughs) there are Thursdays that are open for a podcast I have a feeling awesome Yes. And I am also going to Montrose, so I'll be going, but I might take the train, so, um, which is a longer commute, but I think it'll be really cool um, to go through the mountains mm-hmm. um, and be on a train, and I can read, and it will be great. That sounds lovely. I might be going to Mexico for work in December. Very exciting. Oh, you be fancy. I don't think it's the fancy part. <laughs> I think it's the cartel part. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, there's that too. I'll have my bulletproof vest. It's fine. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me, Amber. Did you have fun? What? Yeah. I did. So it (laughs) froze a little bit, so you were like, eh, eh, eh. Oh. uh, Oh, it sounded good on this side. But the face you made, it was like, oh, crap. Am I, I are you okay? I'm good. I know. I thought it was like ending. I was like, uh, did our podcast just. Stop. No, it was fun. I'm glad that we got together because I was worried I wasn't going to make it tonight. So it all worked out, and we'll hopefully be back next month. Yes, with an all new two girls and a bottle of wine. Bye. Bye.